Ash, really good to catch up with you. Massive smile on your face. I'm not surprised. In fact, that's probably the smile that uh, you still had on your face at the end of last season when you, you were getting your name engraved on that trophy for yet another time. Um, looking forward to this season. Yeah, can't wait. Um, I'm probably more the fact laughing that I couldn't read a bit of pa- bit of writing on a, a card here that you've got <laughs> for us. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, yeah, I can't wait. Um, obviously, completely different aspect to the championship this year, and obviously me being in a different car, mm. front wheel drive. It's a it's a big mix up for myself. First question, um, and there's a lot, lot of questions, but the first question, why the switch from rear-wheel drive to front-wheel drive? I mean, that Infinity, what you did with that Infinity last season, will go down in the history books. Yeah. People were just going to sit on the sidelines and say, "What? why has he done that? That's uh, not the move that we all expected. But it's not just about being in the best car, this sport, unfortunately. There's a, there's a lot of things that come with it in terms of commercial, um, the commercial aspect, the, the team, the ambition, um, and what I want from it. If I can sit here and, and this time next year say that we've won a championship in a front-wheel drive car, then I'm the only driver to do that. So it's a, a little challenge that I, I want to go and, go and achieve, but we'll see how we get on. So move to front-wheel drive car, uh, but with a big name behind you um, and a very, very quick teammate as well. Big change. On paper, it's, it's been talked about like the dream team on social media, isn't it? I mean, and, and looking at the, the speed you've had out of the box on the, the installation days and the test days, maybe that's right. Yeah, it's, um, it's a pleasure working with Dan, I've got to say. He's, a, I've always, he's always one of those drivers that you look at and go, he can pedal, regardless of what he's in, front-wheel drive, rear-wheel drive or he's got 1,000 horsepower or 10, he's fast. Um, so to line up against him is is great for myself. I feel like it's actually going to push me on and maybe unlock more potential from within me that I didn't realise I had. Um, but yeah, I, the, the branding of Napa Racing UK, having Napa on board, um, I think it's a big statement within the championship of what Motorbase and, and Pete Osborne want from it, getting, getting the likes of them and, and obviously myself and Dan on board it's a, it's a package and like you said people have touched on the word dream team so it's um, I'll take that if that's what people are thinking but yeah out the box we, we've had some good days we've just been running through programs ultimately not there to chase a lap time but it's um, it's looking good I know Dan Dan was strong at Croft yeah. we'll talk about the hybrid and the technology in a moment um, a couple of seasons ago you got frustrated with yourself um, and I think you said to me that you, you just needed to not need to be on the top of the podium every time. You just needed to be consistent. Last season, there was a new you. You were driving in a different way. Your approach was, was different. Is, is that fair? And, and if so, what are you now taking into the new season? Yeah, very fair. Um, I, come, I think in 2020, I come off a, a very hard year in 19 when we were in the Subaru. It, it was hard for me to, to sort of, I think I got to the point where I was questioning myself and my ability, but the, the reset in 2020 meant that I could attack everything and I needed I needed to attack but at the same time I didn't and a couple of times it bit hard I think we can all touch on the the Crofts with Jake Hill yeah. puncher main rival sat in the gravel didn't need to be doing things like that but that was just shall we say a little bit of the old ash that was there from 19 so last year we just reset we used a different aspect on it all looked at the whole thing differently and you saw the uh, saw, saw the end result ultimately we didn't get taken out at Orton Park race for We would have been in the points every single race. And to do that in touring cars is hard. It's not an easy task. Um, so, yeah, we're going to for sure bring that side of it with me. But obviously being in a front-wheel drive car, things are slightly different. Uh, the racing side of it will change slightly. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to adapt to that. I feel like in my mindset I know what I need to be doing. 
and how I need to change. Um, the racing bit's slightly different. So, yeah, there's going to be a slightly different ash. We might see a bit more of the old ash, but at the same time, there's definitely the, the points in the back background in, or in the back of my head that I'm thinking about. Everybody is now getting to grips with the new hybrid system, which means a change to strategy, a change the, to the way that you approach your racing and qualifying, obviously the two different things. How have you got on with the hybrid so far? I, I, I was mildly pleased, I'm not going to lie. I actually, mildly pleased? Yeah, it beat my <laughs> expectations. Um, I actually laughed and joked with Alan Gower uh, at Croft and said, no, fair play to you guys, it's, it's better than what I was expecting. Um, our system. I know there's been teething problems up and down the grid, but it's a new, it's a new element to the championship, and there's always them teething problems. We had one at the very beginning. We overcome that, and since then it's been faultless. Touchwood. It's uh, it's been spot on. Uh, we've left the pit lane on electric pretty much 90% of the time. Uh, the push for pass. We've only used a handful of times on track, but it, you can feel it. It gives you a little push. It's. I think it's, it's going to be interesting to see how that really unrolls in the, in the racing mm. and how it has an effect in terms of can it get us alongside another car or will it actually complete a pass? We None of us know that bit yet. So that's that's the bit I'm looking forward to. And we're, I guess we'll find out in race one. Well, yeah, I mean, the, the test times so far have been really quick compared to, you know, the, the lap times and qualifying times at the circuits you've been to, which was, I, I was surprised by that. Going quick is one thing. Using the new technology as part of a race strategy is a different thing, which is what you're saying, isn't it? That, and that's going to mean that we can't tell who's going to be there at the end of the season just off the first round. No, 100%. Um, I think key bit you touched on is the lap times that we've been delivering. Um, the cars are 50 kilos, well, 50, no, 70, nearly 70 kilos heavier. So it's a big step in terms of ballast. You're essentially running around on full ballast. And you think of that effect it had last year, you would automatically go, yeah, that's because he's running ballast. But we're all under, well, there's a chunk of guys that are under lap, lap records at the minute. So uh, it just shows how good the hybrid technology is and how things and teams have developed their cars over the winter. So I think that is one real eye-opener for me. But the the way the, the championship's going to unravel through the year, I think we're going to see a lot more drivers having a lot more of an up-and-down season in terms of the lack of hybrid. When you get up towards a, the point at the end of the championship, or win a race, you're going to have less hybrid. And I think that's going to have more of an effect in a race than what people people realise. So, yeah, like you said, we can't be sat here. If you stick it on pole at, at round one, doesn't mean you're going to be there at the end. That's, that's one thing. <laughs> Talking of the end, uh, when we get to Brands Hatch and the lights are all going down, um, with everything that's going on, you change to front-wheel drive, um, the hybrid system, which we still don't know how that's going to, to pan out. Is the engraver going to be putting your name on that trophy again? I'm coming in with the same attitude, uh, with the same hunger, if not more, on that one step closer to making that history. So, uh, yeah, I'd like to think we're going to be in there, definitely there for contention, unless we have some really bad luck. Uh, I've got the great team behind me. We've just got to unlock some performance in the car. And, yeah, we'll, we'll always be there. That's the aim. Fantastic. Have you and Dan decided who's number one driver yet? No, we'll leave that to the end of the year. <laughs> well, I don't know if he's around. I wondered if he was behind listening. Yeah. That no, um, Dan, Dan's great. Dan's great, and I think we've all, we've already agreed that we're going to beat each other. we're going to beat everyone else on track before we worry about each other. Obviously, they always say beat your teammate first, and it's, it's always 
I don't know, you, you, you always enjoy that little buzz again, yeah, just out qualified you, but we're here to do a job and it doesn't matter if you out qualify your teammate, you've got to be, at the, be there at the end of the season, so that's to keep it for me. I think you're going to have a great season, Ash, really good to see you. Have a great one for 2022. Um, now, before you go, a little bit of pre-season fun. There are six cards in front of you yep. all face down. You can choose any three. Three? Yeah, three out okay. of the six, and then read the question out and give me the answer. All right, I'm going to go with one. Okay. That's the number I'm running. So, so, who has been the most important influencer on your racing career and why? Good question. Good question. Uh, in terms of someone I've looked up to, I'm going to sit here and say the wise dog of Jason Plato. It's someone that, I, from a young kid, uh, I wanted to be and achieve what he, he had done in British Touring Cars. But it, my family as a whole is someone that has driven me and always allowed me to chase my dreams and they're probably more of an influencer rather than a, an idol fair enough second question go number six start at the other end of the spectrum when was the last time you told a lie probably two minutes ago <laughs> <laughs> fantastic <laughs> go to your final question uh, and we're because we pick one and six we'll go three bang in the middle of being if you could what song would you play in a car on the green flag lap? Highway to Hell? <laughs> no, um, <laughs> uh, it, oh, I, don't I don't mind the Gone in 60 Seconds uh, when they're about to set off and do their, their mission. I can't remember yeah. what it's called. Um, do you need to be perked up on that green flag lap or do you need to be calmed down? There's a real mix of the answers of some of the drives are good. Before I get in the car, I need to be calmed down. I, I like to be left alone and just speak to my engineer and maybe my girlfriend. When I'm in the car, it's a different aspect because the adrenaline's already going at that point and there's no point trying to control it because you're not focused on the job. So I think if a little song in the background wouldn't hurt, would it? So I might put a request <laughs> into the engineer and, and see if we can get something going. <laughs> How tacky is the playlist on your phone? Uh, it's not too bad. It's not too bad, actually. Every now and again, we might get a bit of Queen or Abba come out. <laughs> I can go with that. Ash, yeah. have a great season. Perfect. Cheers, Steve. Thank you.